the start of the episode, Taryn. We're going back to back like a good jerk off session. We're wearing the same outfits as last time because we're shooting these back to back. I mean, not the surprisingly music, but the surprisingly cinematic universe podcast. Yes. Yeah. Surprisingly um, sober podcast in the surprisingly cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. And this is the surprisingly music podcast, and welcome to it, where um, we get uh, I get drunk, and he just is his same old self because he's got drunk energy. That's Taryn. I'm Trevor. Welcome to the surprisingly music podcast. Uh, we've done this is our fourth one, episode fourth one. number four. Um, so far, we've done. I mean, obviously, but since we have so little, I'm going to list them off. Death of the Bachelor. By Panic at the Disco. I didn't pick an album. I'll think about it throughout the episode. Yeah, you're going to have to. This, so this is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, Suckin' and See by Arctic Monkeys, number two. Uh, Dead Kennedy's Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables album. Uh, and then today's is a band. How many episodes in are we going to stop naming off all the previous ones we've done? I think we should always list like the last couple. Because I definitely don't want to be repetitive. Like I, I would wanna... say just list the last one. Okay, well, the last one. one was Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables by the you Dead Kennedys. You saw us last time on Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables, Dead Kennedys. Yeah, so, next one is a band that I discovered. I stumbled upon them. They're called the Foxborough Hot Tubs. Now, I want to give a little bit of background information. I don't want to give background information. Uh, let me give my piece, and then you can give background okay. information. Okay, okay, Foxborough Hot Tubs. The album is Stop, Drop, and Roll. This was released in 2008. Go ahead and say your piece, Taryn. So, Trevor... Picks this album. Yes, Hands it to me, album. slides it across the table like a fucking Glock in a fucking heist movie. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> not how I'm, it I'm going in with the only expectation of the name, Foxborough Hot Tubs. So I was expecting kind of like a little bit on the psychedelic side of rock. Like I was expecting yeah. it to be over there, you know? Yeah. And throw it on. I'm listening to it. I'm like, this shit bops like it's fun you liked it's, it it's got good like energy it's like garage rock meets punk in a way and i'm like sitting there listening to him. i'm like man this is fucking dope this is like then this is the thought that pops into my head i hadn't looked up anything about the band i just had this thought i was like this is like if green day put out a good album yeah then i get to work and i'm uh sitting there minding my own business and i click on them i'm like oh yeah i should read the about me like who are these guys they put out one album in 2008 and fucking disappeared yeah it's green day it is green day it's it gr- is green day <laughs> i was just like <laughs> yeah i was so, so fucking confused because i was like listen to him i was like dude this sounds like a better billy <laughs> so um yes it is green day it is green day all the Plus. guys Green Day's um, – a lot of people don't know that there actually is a fourth member of Green Day. He's been with the band since, like, the late 90s. He's, like, their rhythm and lead guitarist and stuff like that. Um, I didn't know that. He's, yeah, he's, his name is Jason. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's Green Day. There's a couple other people as well. Um, one guy from the Prima Donnas uh, and then a couple other, like, studio musicians uh, who I'm sure have – are more than just studio musicians. But I didn't look that far into them. Because uh, I was more surprised the fact that, that by the fact that it was just Green Day. Because apparently when they first released the music, there was no information about who was in the band. It was secretive. And, like, people just were like, I think it's Green Day. But there was no confirmation. They had no comment on it. it yeah. It's just like people were like, I think it's them, but who well, knows? Well, Billy Joe Armstrong's alter ego for the Foxborough Hot Tubs, his name is Reverend Strict9Twitch. Yeah. 
which is weird, but okay. But that just also goes to show how talented they are. Mm-hmm. They put out an album under a different name. No, they didn't address it at all, and it still had success. Yeah. That just goes to show how good they were. One one thing that I heard is that they, they used to use the name to, like, go play clubs. And obviously, yeah. you know, like, hey, we're not Green Day. And then so they don't have a big crowd. And they have a smaller crowd that they can deal with. And it's like, oh, shit, it's Green Day. Yeah, and it's like a more intimate experience. And Foxborough, Foxborough Hot Tubs apparently was a place that they used to go sneak into when they were kids. Hmm. Uh, well, young adults. Uh, and, like, take booze and chicks and stuff like that. So that's where they got the name from. Because they are from Oakland. I remember a lot of people were like, aren't Green Day like that fake British punk band? It's like, they've always said that they were from Oakland. Yeah. So I always thought that that was weird. Um, but yeah. The- I can understand why people think he's British, though. He does kind of have that tone to his singing voice. Where it's like that yeah. kind of like, aww, kind of like placement. Yeah. So, uh, Foxborough Hot Tubs, the album is Stop, Drop, and Roll, released 2008. Do you want to go through the uh, the song list there? Yeah. I feel like this is always my duty. It is always your duty. It is Stop, Drop, and Roll, title track. Mm-hmm. Mother Mary, Ruby Room, Red Tide, Broadway. She's a saint, not a celebrity. Which, is that like a reference? <laughs> I don't know. She's a rebel. She's a saint. Oh, that may be. God maybe. damn it. They're re- God damn it. We just they, talked they about this. They spelled it too. out for us. Sally, at Alligator, The Pedestrian, 27th Avenue Shuffle, Dark Side of Night, and Pieces of Truth. Yes. And how long is it? It's a 32-minute album, 41 seconds, 12 songs long. Pretty standard punk yeah. length. But I wouldn't call it punk. I would not call this yeah. album punk. I definitely – I think – and I don't know it's, if you know much about this. It's I, punk guys making rock music. I think that this is a precursor. This is this falls under the genre of the precursor to punk, which is mod rock, which is a big thing in the '60s. Yeah, like um, uh, like uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders. It's almost the opposite. Instead of rock stars moving to punk, this was punk moving to rock stars. Yeah, like that's yeah. pretty much like. So yeah, it kind of does fall in that like same space of music in a way um yeah so uh the the paul revere and the raiders reference that i just made that that song um dark side of night i don't know if you really listen to that song very well i don't think that that was a song that you would like very much i mean like it it kept playing yeah i listened to the album that was a song that every time i listened to it i was like am i in a quentin tarantino movie like that song felt i get that it I was get like that, yeah. it just like like it just every time I heard it, I, it reminded me of that scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, when uh, Margot Robbie's character, Sharon Tate, the real person, yeah. um, was in her room listening to Paul Revere and the Raiders because like this is very like a very mod rock kind of song. Yeah, I loved it. It's an it's an upbeat album. It is yeah. it is just fun it's the in whole your, way. It's through. in your face the whole way through. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's a fun like I'm gonna like I'm gonna put this on and clean the house. Yeah, kind of an album. Yeah, I mean I did my job while listening to it and I had a pretty high energy night. So yeah, like I usually listen to like hardcore during my shifts because like keeps the energy pumping. I hate my friends. They always turn their backs on me. And you finally listen to something positive. Yeah, like my HIV. Anyway, so the album. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so yeah, I I like the album. What were your overall views? Because this is definitely not your type of music. I fucking loved it. Really? The 
I listened to it so much more than I needed to because I liked it so much. That that was with me too. Is I definitely I, I reached the point of okay, I now have listened to it enough to where like I have it in me, and then I just kept listening to it because it was like I want to keep listening. I to probably it. listened to this. I'd say almost as much as we did, or as I did at least, of Death of a Bachelor. Going into the going into it, going yeah. into this, like because obviously we we work we we only had like what four days yeah with this one so i feel like you know i definitely over the last three days i've i've listened to it a lot almost I, as much as the death of a i Bachelor. literally listened to it the one day and i think i listened to the whole album through seven times yeah that that really says a lot one's three and a half hours of listening yeah i mean that's a lot yeah it's a it's a fun album that I don't think is talked about enough. And let's just let's just call it what it is. It's a Green Day album. Yeah, it's it, it's a Green Day. Green Day has gone. They've gone it, the spectrum of punk and rock in just Green Day. If you don't count this one, that I think this one can you can slide it into their discography. And yeah, if they would have had this in the middle of their releases. Well, they, I feel like people would have a little bit more respect for what they're doing now because it's such a good transitional piece. Well, and that's the other thing too. Is I was looking at the history of them. Is that a couple of their songs that they did for their Uno Dos Trey albums, which are honestly hot garbage. Um, they actually the started as what? I think what you're about to talk about is on the Trey Trace album. Well, a couple of their songs started out as Foxborough Hot Tub songs yeah. that Green Day just adopted as their own. Yeah. Which I guess they're always Green Day songs, but um, Fuck Time, which I really actually do like that song. Oh, baby, baby, it's yeah. fuck time. Like, I think this is the music that, not that they're, like, ashamed to release under the Green Day title. It's more so. It's a release. It's cathartic, I think. Yeah, I feel like to, they recognize that how much of a business their music is green days the business this is the hobby yeah this is them loving to make music green day is them having a career that's actually what they said is that this was like us having a bunch of late night jam sessions and getting yeah. drunk yeah and i'm like that is the point of this podcast so i it's, agree with that it's like working in a fancy restaurant then going home and making like you know greasy burgers you know yeah, you're just having fucking yeah. fun yeah. with it. Um, you're just loving your life. Yeah. So uh, I'll uh, I'll let you start with your favorite songs on there. Um, I just don't so much want to talk about just my favorite songs. There's a few songs I want to just talk about. Okay. Because like I feel like they're just kind of important songs of the album. Broadway is far and away the best song on the album. Yes. I slapped my steering wheel and just said. Fuck! <laughs> when the build-up to the solo happened, and then, like, I was, like, when the solo happened, I was just super, like, jazzed. And then the way it came down was just so perfect. And then went back into the song, I was, like... That's the one that goes, duh, duh, duh. Yeah. Duh, duh. Yeah, yeah, Like, okay. I was just, like, so just overwhelmed with, like, just how good it was. I was just, like, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Very few... Things in this world are perfect. That that song was perfect. <laughs> See, that's what I like about this podcast. This is what I was hoping is like you and I would introduce each other to music that we're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then uh, alligator is one I want to talk about. 
I didn't like it. You didn't like it? (laughs) I didn't like it, but that song, if that was the first song I listened to... You wouldn't have listened to the album? Yeah, if this was the first song that, like, played after seeing, okay, Foxborough, Hot Tops, uh, Stop, Drop, and Roll, hit play, and it played Alligator, I'd be like, this is what I expected. With a name like Fox Foxborough, Hot Tubs, that was, like, just that, the sound that I expected it to sound like. So it was kind of interesting to me that it perfectly fit my expectations. Like, when it played. I was like, now this is what I expected the whole album to be. Like, it's just the vibe of it and everything. It was like, yeah, that's a Foxborough hot tub. But they kind of threw you off. And they yeah. just threw in one, like, hey, here's here's us fitting into your box. Kind of, yeah. But it was just like... You didn't like that song? I no. definitely don't think it's the best song on there, but there's not a song that I dislike on the album. Like, it was kind of like a... This weird, like, almost, like, 80s vibe to it. Where, like, I could see, like... I could see it being a song Devo did, but then a better band did a cover of it. But, like, kind of kept the Devo vibe to it. Like, it's kind of got that, like, you know, like, head bop and we're wearing the weird, like, futuristic version, like, 80s sunglasses kind of look. Okay, stop doing it. (laughs) I'm talking. Listen to me. I am listening. (laughs) Like... You know, like what the '80s thinks futuristic is. Yeah, that's Back what that's what alligator would be. Like yeah, you know, that like that would I play see. in like one of those like we're from the future cafes. The first line, you're alligator, you space invader. Yeah, like, yeah, that's definitely very fucking <laughs> Marty McFly. Back to the future. Yeah, exactly. Like it would perfectly fit into number two. Yeah, um, and then, um, what's your third one? Pieces of truth. No. I would say this is top five, top three all-time album closers to me. Uh, like, the last song on the album. It is top three last song on the album for me. Because what I grade it as, what makes me want to listen to the album again. Is the last song. That song made me be like, let's go again. <laughs> Every time. It was like, so I gotta listen to the album again. Because that's one thing that we did on the first couple ones is we kind of rearranged the track listing. So you think that the track listing was pretty good. I, other than um, the opening and closing tracks being where they were at, I feel like you could move everything in this album around because they were all just like fun songs. Yeah, I like, definitely there think... wasn't too much of a change in vibe. That's one thing that I was I was thinking of is the one thing that we we always seem to change with track listings is the last two or three songs. Yeah, and that's kind kind of where albums fizzle out. Yeah, and yeah, they, like they... honestly, like honestly, we love Death of a Bachelor, but the last couple songs don't make me want to listen to it. I never thought about that until yeah. you just mentioned that. Pieces of truth. Definitely is like a let's do this shit again. Yeah, that's it's definitely that's the, like, it's that's like a, a song, roller coaster. Like, that's like, like the song of like, all right, now I want an encore. Yeah, like that's definitely like ending with Seven Nation Army. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's like let's do this shit again. I'm I'm yeah. hyped now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So those are your three songs that you really stood out to you. Yeah. For good and bad reasons. Well, I wouldn't say Alligator was like for bad reasons. It just. It was just perfectly what I expected, and that to me was interesting. Yeah. That they fit – at one point in the album, they did fit what my preconceived conception was of looking at the album cover, looking at the name, and just seeing, like, everything about the band without actually hearing them. Yeah. It's like looking at, like, the description of a Quentin Tarantino movie and then watching it and being like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I only picked two two songs. 
I like most of the album, so it's kind of it was really hard to pick. Yeah. Um, but I like the dark side of night purely because I'm just like it's it's a it's a different song than the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. It's a it gets really it slows it down a little bit, but not slowing it down like a ballad. Yeah. It's it's got and it's got like that. I don't know if it's a flute or whatever the fuck it was, but it kind of has like a flute in the background or something or a recorder. I don't know. Yeah. But it just it gives it like that very Quentin Tarantino vibe where I'm like, yeah. this is like some sort of wind instrument. Yeah, some sort of wind instrument. But it gives it that Quentin Tarantino vibe and I like that. Like um, the kind of like uh almost like a noir kind of vibe yeah, like Yeah. Where I'm like this is like mysterious yeah. in a way. And I like that. Uh and then Mother Mary, which is one of the singles off of the album, which I really liked. I really liked oh, yeah, that song. Oh yeah, that was a really good song. Like, yeah. the whole album was really good. Yeah. yeah. Me, me picking... Um, those three? Or those two? Um, me picking Broadway as my favorite was definitely, like, a pretty hard choice on one hand. But on the other hand, it was so perfect. It was kind of easy for me to be like, that is the best. Yeah. Because, like, while I'm listening to it, I'm like, that's a great song that I would like to talk about. That's a great song that I'd like to talk about. So, it was, like, narrowing it down. To, I was like, fuck, this is a pain. 27th Avenue Shuffle was another good song as well. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a fun song, um, which was which was funny is because I was listening to this at work and I had it on my computer and every t- like I would walk away from my computer to do something and it seems like every time I walked back that was the song that was playing. So I'm like, this song is calling to me. Um, um, which one was it? Ruby Room or Red Tide? That was like the kind of slow song. Red Tide is Red the Tide slow was the song. only song that I skipped on the album, See, like on the I, multiple listen throughs. Like I, I listened like through it, it the first time. Like I was like, okay, it's not really my thing. Skip. It's it's definitely not like one of the songs that I go out of my way to listen to, but I yeah. do like it. I, I I mean I I just I can see the good in everything. Like I see the good in you, and that's why we're friends. And that's oh, I right. don't. We're still friends, apparently. So yeah, I didn't and moan on I that. I feel one. the good in you, dude. You make everything sexual. Um, that's actually like a great album t- or song title. Album title: Feel the Good in You. That is. Let's write that right yeah. now. Ready? Feel the good in you. No. <laughs> Touch my dirty poo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what you're getting at, right? Well, it would be more of an innuendo. You know, I wouldn't just come out and say it. It's an innuendo. Like it'd be like you know, like I'm oh, does he feel the good in me emotionally? I fucked your dirty hole. <laughs> I fucked your dirty hole. <laughs> and now I'm pretty swole. <laughs> Why do you like obsessively rhyme? Like whenever you're like lyricing, like you. Rhyme. I don't know how to because I I actually try. I like to sometimes just sit down and like try and just not rhyme like a poem like a shitty def jam poem or not def jam like you know poetry yeah, like just like college poems you know yeah and try and do like every other one instead and i find that way more difficult Dude, i'm not creative I, I i honestly just think it's better to like only have like one or two rhymes in a whole song like what? J- just like two instances where like it's either like a one two or a one three rhyme or something because then it stands out so much more. It's kind of like I don't know how songwriting works. That's it's what... kind of like having a guitar solo for the whole. Like yeah, you if you're talented enough to do a real cool solo, yes, you could do a solo for the whole song, but then it's boring. I'm sorry to bring this up, but this is what I was really hoping when if I dated that one chick, 
Miss Pond. Oh, you would. She would have teached. She would have taught me music theory, theory, and I would know how to do all this shit. Dude, Moriarty taught me a lot. She's really into music theory and stuff. Well, she listens to shit music. So she listens to great music. How dare you? She listens to shit music. Let's save this for the sober podcast. Dude, she listens to great music. She listens to instrumentals, and not like she doesn't just listen to instrumentals. She also listens to like. A uh, deer hunter who's a pretty like prominent gent like isn't that a movie? Maybe I don't fucking know. It is a movie with like Robert De Niro or something in it. More like Robert DeFaro. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Thanks, Reddit. Um, but anyway, um, it's like you gotta have ups and downs in a song, and the same way you need to have like things that stand out is interesting. Like, but your alligator, you space invader. That's a good rhyme. Yeah, but like. Sure, he does that rhyme a lot, but it's still just one rhyme occurring in a way. Oh, okay, that's what you mean. So, like a chorus, only a chorus is allowed to rhyme. But then, what about a verse? Like it's just like I'm thinking out loud. Yeah. Sorry. Like I don't know. I feel this like is a shitty song by Ed Sheeran. I feel like if you keep rhyming, you're not moving. Because like the whole point of a rhyme is you bring it back to that spot. If you're just always bringing it back to the same spot, you're not going anywhere. Like, the song needs to bring you somewhere, in a way. I think that we listen to different types of music, so it doesn't... It doesn't... Like, you and I, like, we have our core musics, and they're very different from each other. Yeah. We're, we, You and I are a Venn diagram. I, I, where our, where our, I feel our, like, for the people in our circles, our genres are far apart. But if you listen to, like, rap and pop, you're looking at us like, yeah, they're, like, the same stuff. There's guitars. There's, like, kind you can of a gr- hear you can hear the actual instruments. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't sound electronic. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, they listen to the same thing. We metal, don't. rock, the Beatles, Black Dahlia Murder. It's all the same. Oh God, I want to kill you right now. <laughs> like I was just singing a Beatles song in my head, and I'm like, no, it 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 like the verses rhyme. Maybe I mean, that's why I don't like the Beatles, because I don't feel like I'm going anywhere. Well, yeah, you're not. They're just fun little songs. Well, until you get to, like, the, the older songs. Or the, the the younger songs. Yeah. Because they're... Yeah. Yeah. My you know, tummy like, is rumbly today. Both of our tummies are rumbly. What did you put in that burger you made us? I don't know, dude, but you'll see on Surprisingly Tasty. Dude. Oh. No, those... <laughs> I don't want to put burgers on there. It's about eating healthier. <laughs> no, it's not. Dude. It's about eating like a man. Dude. Look at the flat top when we go upstairs. Those I already are... did. Those were some greasy motherfuckers. Yeah, they were. So <laughs> they were like close to like 60, 40, 50, 50 fat. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Dude, let's get back it, to music. In and out to 60, 40. Fuck in and out. They're good. They're good ish for how cheap they are. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's get back to the music. What is your rating for the album? I feel like I should go first since. You, uh, you should go first since I picked the album. Because I want to know what you're going to pick. Eight and a quarter. Eight That's your highest. Two, five. No, it's not. That's your second highest to, oh, to Death of a Bachelor. Of the no, four no that we've Dead done. Kennedys was a 9.5. Oh, was it? Yeah, then Death of a Bachelor was a nine, I think. We should write these down somewhere. I don't know. I don't feel like... Nah, who cares? Well, yeah, whatever. Th- these ratings don't mean much. Yeah, they don't mean anything. This yeah. album's been out for 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> no one gives a shit. It's not like Rolling Stones. Like, what did they say? <laughs> we need their input. <laughs> Fuck Rolling Stone. Dude, It's it, that's a garbage fire of a magazine. For magazine, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have a few that I have, but only because yeah. they have cool covers. 
I have one with um, Daniel Craig on it because he's he's a hunk of doors. Uh, Which that needs like if we're gonna use Chonkosaurus, Hunkadorus needs to be a thing, and Ryan Reynolds is a Hunkadorus. So is um, Hugh Jackman. And together they make a Chonkadorus. There's very little about the album I would want to change or see like done differently. Just a couple different songs, maybe <clears throat> done different um, ones. But even then, you have honestly, to have bad songs to appreciate like, the good songs. Yeah, but like honestly, like while I did like the alligator fit in with my expectations like the album could be without it and same with a uh, red tide um just being taken off and replaced with maybe something else but like there's very little i would change about this album i didn't like that it kind of did the uh arctic monkeys white stripes black keys things where it kind of sounded like he's like far away using a megaphone for like a lot of the verse vocals where it's kind of like that like muffled kind of like Almost like playing through a cheap radio sound. It's something that like a lot of your bands do, and I feel like that's why I pull <laughs> my away. bands. Well, like the bands that you enjoy, like they all do that. Well, like a lot of the music I do is like pretty. Like yeah, I listen to punk, which is definitely a lot grittier. But like a lot of the music I listen to is borderline like pop vocals, where it's like super clean, crisp, produced sound. Where it's no, like, I get what you're saying. The the music I listen to, the vocals are the forefront. The music you listen to, the vocals are part of the experience. But the guitars and drums and bass are just as important. Yes. But, I, I think, okay, so I, I see where you're getting at. I definitely, I don't know how much effects they use on the vocals and the type of music that I listen to. But I know the black, I can definitely tell the black keys use, and some of their older stuff. Jesus Christ. I've drank a lot. Uh, um, God, let's not be one of those podcasts. I hate it when I hear too much bodily like belching. I'm stuff. trying not that, to. That, that's why I hate uh, Rick and Morty. That was like the biggest deterrent for me. Rick like, and Morty is because Rick constantly burping. Oh, it makes him real and grounded, and that's just gross. I'm real and grounded. A lot of girls like Rick and Morty, so maybe this will work out for me. How do you think girls have burping fetishes? Let, Apparently, see. Benjamin let's... Franklin had a severe farting fetish. That is detailed explicitly in letters that he wrote. I saw this last night on Reddit. I went down a dark, dark. Oh, I on hole. the Ask Reddit thread. Yeah, it was like yeah, what is like I read that one. some not safe for work history things. Yeah. That we, we uh, did you like the uh, Aunt, uh, Anne Frank one where it was like talking yeah. about like her being uh, in the women and the people arguing like, well, like I don't think she was bi. I think just a lot of girls are curious like that. And it's like she's curious about fucking women. I heard a joke that that was pretty funny. All girls are bi. You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. <laughs> yeah, that's such like a toxic man joke. But oh, man, I know it's funny. such a toxic dude. Today at work, I said something that was so so like somebody's like. We got to use our inside voices. And I'm like, you know, you could talk quieter and use your Anne Frank voice. <laughs> I'm sure that's been said because I'm not yeah, original, but that, 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 was that funny. is really funny. That is really funny. <laughs> when somebody ever, whatever somebody says, use your inside voice, you're like, use your Anne Frank voice, bitch. Because they are coming for you. <laughs> oh my God. I actually um, have never read Anne Frank's diary, but I probably should if I'm going to make these fucking World references. War II jokes. Yeah. Which I love history, and um, I don't know why I haven't read Anne Frank's diary. So. We have not talked about music in, like, 
five minutes. Yeah, I keep trying to bring it back. You're not, though. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. And then you just suddenly, yeah, I really want to read Anne Frank's diary. <laughs> I wish I sounded that fucking, like, coherent. <laughs> so, what do you give the album? I give the album an 8 out of 10. I gave it higher than I you. know you did. And yeah. I'm actually completely shocked about that. That I love the album. I was not I expecting you to like it. Um, welcome to the poorly produced podcast. Uh, so yeah, I gave the album uh, an eight out of ten. Um, you did give it higher, which I was not expecting you to do. Yeah, I did. Why not? I did not think. I did not know how you were going to take this because I saw this as a very mod rock, very kind of album. Very punk, you, you know, I, because I don't know how you, I know See, you don't like Green Day from American, or from after American after American Idiot. Idiot. Yeah. And I was like, I know this is Green Day, and I know this is after, tw- this is during 21st Century Breakdown. I feel so, like it's very important that I went into this not knowing it was Green Day. That's very important to so the true enjoyment. Because you can it. see on the previous episode, and when I told you this album, you were looking at it, and I was like, Just "Don't say anything, don't say anything," because I thought you had saw that it was Green Day. No, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And no, I didn't read I the about me at all. I if you hand me a band that I don't recognize, I'm not going to read the about me. Okay, that's good. I, I, I don't want any secrets revealed. Okay, all right. So hold on, let me check something real quick. Are we pausing? I don't think it is recording because I don't see the recording thing in no, the top. Because yeah, so it says stop recording on the thing, so it should be good. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, okay. It just wasn't going full screen for some reason. And I was I get the clap that one. So you got the clap. Congrats, man. <sighs> yeah. Glad you're getting back out there. <laughs> oh God. Um, Did you fuck the whole pond or just a section of it? I didn't do anything with the pond. Oh. I wish though. I would have. I would have married that girl. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have done that. That would have been weird. Or would it have been? I'm pretty drunk right now. But apparently she's an alcoholic, so. Fucking alkies, man. And that's what I'm looking for. You can... Don't do that with the microphone. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. Well, we'll point it more at your face anyway. Fuck off. I'm over here, though, talking. That's why I had it like that. Whatever. Okay. We're off the rails. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I gave it an 8.25. I got you beat. By a quarter. Yeah. So, so I win. I I guess that's how it works. Um, yeah, no, I definitely loved the. You album. loved it a lot more, and I think as this podcast goes on, people will re- you'll reveal your music taste more and more and more, and they'll be as surprised as I am that you liked this album. And I definitely recommend people go listen to this. And you know what? Fuck it. I like pretty much all of Green Day's discography. I don't. <laughs> I think 21st Century Breakdown is good. I think Uno, Dos, and Trey, because it's not Trace. It's Trey, because their drummer's name is Trey. His name is Trey Cool, which I think is a little douchey, but he can come on the podcast that, that and defend himself. That is pretty damn douchey. He can come on the podcast to, to, to defend himself on that one. He seems <laughs> like a good guy, and we have these drums here for him to play. Um, and he can show you a thing or two. So I'm not just looking at my phone because like I'm texting or anything. I'm desperately trying to think of an album. I know, which I actually found mine pretty quickly. Yeah. So I, I mean, worst case scenario, we could pause and come back. I mean, I have one I want to do, 
but no one's going to watch the episode because no one knows the band. Yeah, and that's the problem no, with you. Literally, no one knows the band. Hold on, let is me this see uh, is this um, what was that one band that you were telling me about? Jack and the Meoffs. Jack and the Meoffs. That's it. That's a great seventy-six monthly listeners. Uh, <laughs> and I'm one bad. of them. <laughs> they weren't bad. Dude, they they're good. Bad. They only way. have the one album, though. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, so so do Foxborough Hot Tubs, man. <laughs> I think they have a little bit more of a backing than Jack and the Meoffs. Arguably, though, the same start playing Which, playing clubs. Jack and the Meoffs? Go listen to them. Let's see if we can get that bumped up. I know yeah. we have no following. Let's yeah. see if we can bump our listeners and their listeners. Yeah, one... Like, if this ever gets big... We can be their claim to fame was that we talked about them. Which will never be big. Hopefully we are. One day, maybe. Please. Please. Please listen um, to us. Dude, I'm at, I'm at a loss. Just scroll through and pick a pick a pick an artist and find an album. Or I'll do it. Ew no. Because I already have one in mind. Ew no. I mean like I got a few that I could do, but I just don't feel like you're ready to enjoy them. I definitely am gonna be. I'm gonna have to be weaned into your music. Well, like I saw, uh, like the architects. Of, <laughs> it's gonna take me a while to listen to. Oh, how do you feel that uh, Royal Blood's gonna be fe- featured on a metalcore album, like a true hard hitting metalcore album? I feel like it makes sense. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like they're so like not metalcore. <laughs> I saw them live. They're. They're uh, they're there. Yeah, but like, they play in drop F. Tuning. Well, like that's low for a guitar. That's a thick gauge. Wait wait wait. Who plays in drop F? Arctic Architects. Oh, I thought you were talking about Royal Blood. I'm like, no, they don't. They they play with basses. Bass. Yes. Yeah. They play with bass. They play with basses. <laughs> wait, um, what is the plural of bass of the fish? I think it's just bass. We should probably give a little bit of background because I don't think we've given enough background. You on talk I. while I list. So I look. Uh, the reason why Taryn and I are doing this music podcast as well uh, as part of our surprisingly cinematic universal podcast uh, is because him and I, I and him, him and I, whom and I love music. <laughs> uh, uh, he drums um, and I guitar. So, oh, there's something I beat. Sometimes it's drums. He beats his meat more than he beats his drums. Do you know how good I'd be at drumming if I beat my drums as often as I beat my meat? <laughs> so every time, like, you, dude, I would. Every time you orgasm, I hear a crash cymbal. Dude, I would be like on those top ten websites, like you know, like I'd be Only like fans. No, no, like you know those websites that are like greatest drummers of all time. I'd be in the top ten. Are you saying that those top ten drummers beat their drums more than they beat their meat? No, I'm just saying they practice as often as I beat my meat. <laughs> so I want you to think about every time you're beating your meat, someone's out there being better than you at drums. <laughs> and then same goes for me with guitar. <laughs> it's pretty much the same. But uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the gist of us. You're really having a really hard time picking an album. And we're just... We're saving face. People are skipping 15 seconds ahead every time. Dude, well, we're gonna, still there. We're still it's trying. It's going to be like the last like minute that I'm going to fi- finally have it. Maybe I will cut out this middle section. 
break what I said last episode and say I don't cut in the middle. Like, dude, I just don't know. I don't know. Like, do you want something more rock or more punk? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a growl. Okay, do, you, do you want a guy singer or a girl singer? You know what? We haven't had a girl. All right, cool. Paramore. No. Okay. Um, more pop punk or more radio? I don't want hot milk. I wasn't going to give you hot milk. Do you want more punk or more radio? Oof. Counterculture or more kind of like up your alley? Uh, since we're early into it, we gotta get we have to get clickbait, so we gotta go with radio pop. All right, then we are going to our slash sign off. Oh wait, shit! It came out this year. Damn it! The album I wanted to do. I was gonna do the uh, Super Bloom album of uh, oh, Mr. That, Wives. That did come out early. Yeah. What about their first one with Machine? Is that That's a good their album? second album, Connected Dots. Is that a good album? Um, the other album's bigger. The Our Own House. Yeah, uh, Super Bloom was an okay song. Dude, I loved that album. Super Bloom. Um, fine. Then we are doing each other. That was the first reference that I've made to us being gay. Which we're dude. Not. I don't know. <laughs> You're bad at this. I really am. I already have, like, my next three picked out. Fuck you. It's not that hard. All right, fine. Then I'm, I'm just going easy. I'm going easy. Um, wait, is this the album that's really long? It's an hour-long album. Fuck that. Yeah, that is pretty long. Who is it? It's uh, the self-titled uh, Paramore album. But there are so many songs in that album that are so important, in my opinion. Are important? To, like, important to, like, Paramore and, like, oh. who they are. Fuck all Ooh. their albums are long. What about Haley Williams' new album? That's off. That's oh, that came out this year. Yeah. God damn it! Our rules are coming against us. Um. All right. I I've decided we are going to be jamming out for the next week to 2007 hit album "Riot" by Paramore. Oh wow! You did go with Paramore. Yeah. Was because gonna be weird because that was cut right before you said that. What was cut? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was cut. I don't know what you're talking about. Should I say it again? What? <laughs> what we're listening to? Or yeah, we're we... listening to Riot. Riot by Paramore. By Paramore. Um, it's got hit songs like Misery Business, Crush, Crush, Crush. Great album. Which Crush, Defi- Crush, Crush doesn't drop D and that bothers me. Definitely defined a lot of the early pop punk scene and what it ended up being. And also was the forefront of, like, kind of uh, the big, like, female of the genre. Because I feel like every genre kind of, like, will have that, like, token female. You know what I mean. (laughs) Uh, Like, at the front of the genre. Like, that always happens. It was my... Oh, shit on the wall. <laughs> My stomach is irked. <laughs> you just shit um, on the wall. But no, like Panic at the Disco, My Chemical Romance, Fallout Boy. It's all boys. Paramore, Paramore comes in. And Was there, is there a Fallout Boy cover band called Fallout Girl? Probably. There needs to be. There needs is, to be. Is there a male cover band of Paramore called Paraless? 
<laughs> no, it's actually a bunch of people who are uh, also para- Paralympic athletes. Paraplegic. Paraplegic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, uh, Haley Williams, I love you, and I've jerked down to you probably more than any famous person. So if uh, you want to come on the podcast. Why would you say that out loud? Why no, would you say that out loud? I actually haven't. I'm joking. I've never jerked off to a famous person. Like What? Like, famous for, like, not porn. What? You didn't jerk off to Margot Robbie? Nope. It's because I'm in love with her, and I don't do that to people I love. That's defiling. I don't like that. I love Margot Robbie. Please come on the podcast and defend yourself. I don't like that. You don't jerk off the... Have you not jerked off to Amanda Seyfried? No. That scene when she was in, like, a Broadway production where she takes her top off on stage... Okay, you go on like a celeb not setting. safe for work way too much on Reddit. That's weird. Um, I think it, I think I first saw it on uh, Watch It for the Plot or On Stage Gone Wild. You know, I just realized that for the last two podcasts I've had sunglasses on my head and I look like a douche because it's been dark since I got home. Yeah. And I've been drinking. But they don't know that. We're in a lit studio room. Yeah, let's call it a studio. Yeah. We have things on the wall. Yeah. And a camera and lights. My tummy. Your tummy is rumbling. You're going to take a shit. We have a producer in the corner. Derek. Say hi to the camera, Derek. Hello. <laughs> that obviously wasn't you. Hello. Hello. He doesn't sound like that. He's been like, fuck you. Yeah, I know. He, he's, he's the a... alpha of our group. I don't know. Is he still? I Not guess he's anymore. the only one with a woman. So it's that like usually the alpha. Yeah, we're alone forever yeah well we should get a dog no well there will always be someone home to take care of it true but like you wouldn't let it sleep in your bed yeah i wouldn't i would i i probably would actually yeah just because because like, we would get a dog that we liked yeah it'd be a shiba yeah it would be we'd steal the one from down the road yeah <laughs> if uh i heard that they're aggressive oh yeah they can be they're real like pouty kind of like like full of themselves. You mean they're like a meme? Dude, you're like the, they're like the meme. Yeah, the memes. Yeah, Doge. Dude, we haven't talked about this album in a while. This is no longer. The yeah, we've already go moved on. We've already said that we loved it. Yeah, but I mean, like, why are we still recording the podcast then? Because we're just two best, two best friends having a great time. The surprisingly long running podcast episode. Yeah. So, uh, Foxborough Hot Dub Stop Drop and Roll, good album. Yeah. Slaps. It bangs. It crashes. It fades. It's lit. The guitar solo slaps. Yeah, I don't know who's doing it, but it's probably not Billy Joel. Is it Billy Joel or Billy Joe? It's Billy Joe. I think yeah. I just said it weird. It's Billy yeah. Joe Armstrong. Yeah, Billy Joel is a hack. No. <laughs> he's talented, but we don't like him. He's uh, he's the guy who lit the world on fire and the piano man. Yeah. All right, and well. He's little Huey's Petite favorite artist. Next, Little petite Huey's favorite artist. Next week, catch us on, or I guess week, no, yeah, next week. Because yeah. we do these, all of them weekly. Next week, catch us on Paramore, Riot. Great album. Super excited to talk about it. Um, go watch our previous episodes, Panic at Disco, Death of Bachelor. Arctic Monkeys Suck It in Sea. And Dead Kennedy's Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables. Yeah, which we got some hot takes. Always happy to sit down and talk to you guys. Wait, what, do you, what do you say? Hot, hot, hot takes. Hot takes, hot food, and hotter shits. That's us. <laughs>
Dude, I got a hot shit brewing. <laughs> you got a, you're brewing for a pooing. <laughs> you know it. You drink too much chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Okay. All right. We're done. People don't like us. We are. Uh, well, uh, I hope people like us. Um, we're just we're just us, okay? I, we're I, real. I, I just really hope that you guys, like anyone watching this, like at this point, I hope you guys are enjoying it. I hope, like, you know, we're brightening up your day and shit. Also, tell us what we're doing wrong because I know we talk over each other and then we also don't give detail into stories. Yeah. Which we need to work on, but that's why yeah. we're only four episodes like, in. Yeah, like no one's great right out the, right out the get go. Like I just know, like especially now during the pandemic, like podcasts are kind of the saving grace of like everything, kind of closer human connection. Because I know like some people are super quarantined, whether they're in other countries, just their work is shut down and they just have no reason to leave the house and they're being responsible. So I know like podcasts are kind of like really special right now. So if anyone's out there listening, like. Hopefully, we're helping make your day a little bit better during these uncertain times. Fuck the police. Coming straight from the underground. Why do they hate them, Taryn? Because we're r slash signing off. off. <laughs> we should do a rap album eventually.